Welcome to Before You Go. I'm Nicole Franklin. And I'm Bryant Monte. And I have a friend I want everyone to meet. Someone very special, I'm sure. Yes, Kathleen Carroll, a film critic for the New York Daily News years ago when women were just entering into the field. My pioneering friend and I met through New York Women in Film and Television, an organization I credit for putting me in touch with and subsequently bond with industry sheroes. Kathleen's writing Mm. exposed the intricacies involved in the work from filmmakers who are considered the masters and championed indie filmmakers such as myself by making introductions between these two sides of the business. So she wrote that it was all about the auteur. Seems evident in some of her writing. Now here's an interesting write-up of hers about a film, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, starring Jack Nicholson. Quote, Nicholson explodes on the screen in a performance so flawless in timing and character perception that it should send half the stars in Hollywood back to acting school. She can be blunt. (laughs) And a flirt. I'll just read her encounter here with Fellini. Quote, smiling and jovial from the start, Federico Fellini answered the door at his hotel suite and greeted me with the easy familiarity of someone who had known me for a long time. We had never met, but this is Fellini's way, and it is irresistible. Now, now with Spike Lee, that wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. She says, quote, in the final analysis, the best thing one can say for Lee is he takes risks, like all true artists. For unlike most of today's filmmakers, he's not afraid to really challenge a movie audience to do some serious thinking. Yeah, (laughs) she nailed it. So these quotes are so Kathleen. I mean, her recent book titled My Life in the Dark shares these delightful memories. I'll just read one more passage from the book, Bryant, because I believe this sets the tone. She introduces her book this way. My career as a film critic began like a Busby Berkeley musical. One day I was the editorial equivalent of a shy, blushing chorus girl, a lowly clerk anxiously pounding out the theater schedules on an ancient typewriter in the movie department of the New York Daily News. I say anxious because even a small typo or the slightest mistake in the movie timetable would lead to an immediate phone call from an ever vigilant executive at Lowe's theaters demanding a correction. After only a few weeks on the job, I was suddenly summoned, much like Ruby Keeler in my favorite Berkeley musical, 42nd Street, and told that I must perform in place of one of the paper's movie critics, who was temporarily indisposed. Talk about a case of screen fright. (laughs) Let's visit a recent conversation I had with my friend Kathleen as she and her partner, Adirondack photographer Nathan Farb, spent time in the beautiful mountains of New York where Kathleen grew up. Now that's where she launched the Lake Placid Film Forum, right? Yes, it's one of my favorites. Just a note that during our talk, you'll hear sounds of the outdoors in the background. I felt like I was on one of my weekend trips to see her. Love the outdoors. Let's listen in. Kathleen, so yeah, I wanted to talk to you today about, you know, you being this Adirondacks girl and then being this New York City girl, you know, what was that like to go from the mountains to the big city? It was interesting. It was sort of a natural move because my mother had grown up in New York and her, with her family, her mother's husband, her grand, my, my grandfather and her sisters, 
so uh, I we used to go there all the time, you know, for family visits. And I was, uh, and I would stay at my grandmother's apartment on Riverside Drive, overlooking the Hudson, which I love. Beautiful. It was just beautiful. And I thought that was quite beautiful. I know Lake Placid was beautiful, but it's a very different kind of place. And also because there was so much more intriguing things like seeing boats on the Hudson and um, just seeing uh, so many people in the city, you know, and which fascinated me because Lake Placid was, although, and you know, at certain times of years, it was the year it was quite busy with uh, tourists. But it was not ever, you know, that kind of busyness, you know, that New York City is like. <laughs> so, yeah. So I wanted to ask you, do you remember getting hired at the Daily News? Ah, <laughs> at least 100 years ago. I don't know. I don't know. It seems so long ago. But I do. I, I remember. I mean, again, I have to confess it was I had connections and hmm. uh, that uh, at time at that time. And my father, I think, had new people at the Daily News, knew some of the people, the bosses and everything. And I think he was helpful in one way of just making, uh, calling somebody, I, I don't know. And uh, the next thing I knew, I did have an interview uh, with one of the editors. Again, it's so long ago, I can't remember exactly how it went. I mean, the interview went well. And I remember liking it and thinking, oh, well, this might be fun, you know, for a bit. <laughs> Never thinking that I'd spend most of my career there. Uh, but it was, and it, what intrigued me, of course, is that I think that they introduced me to a wonderful woman uh, named Wanda Hale, who was the movie critic at the time at the news. And she was just lovely, quite glamorous in my view, because she was very elegant woman and um and smart and everything and just all the things i wanted to be and uh she um hired me which was quite amazing considering my lack of experience in terms of well i, I you know i was an english major but apart from that my writing experience was somewhat lim certainly limited because i hadn't been to that many movies uh there wasn't you know, there were maybe one theater, there was one movie theater in Lake Placid, uh, and it was a wonderful old theater run by a very sweet man. And But it it was just not a, a big, you know, it wasn't the thing where I spent my life, really, not by any means. But of course, I did like movies, mm -hmm. and in general, the ones I had seen. And then the next thing you know is, oh, well, you have to go out and review a movie. And I really had no clue what you were supposed to do at this, you know, just nothing. So, but I thought, well, it's like anything else. You just go and you see it. Uh, you have to see the movie, of course. <laughs> yes. That's the catch sometimes because <laughs> they're not all, many of them were not so good. I would say, well, I have to write something. What do I do? You know, how do I come? But, you know, you have to, you Fortunately, you know, eventually I got more used to that. Uh, tried to figure out, well, did I like it? In some cases, I certainly didn't. Uh, in other cases, I was maybe intrigued by a performance or something else in the movie. 
I mean, there really wasn't much time to um, fret about it. You just had to go and do it. And, uh, and I think that's the best way to, to do any job, frankly, is to just sort of, you know, know what you basically have to do and then um, do, do the best you can. And it was fun, of course. It was a fun job, essentially, because first of all, I met so many great talented people mm-hmm. and part of the job eventually I had to do interviews with um, some of the actors and uh, and the filmmakers too which is also even more interesting in many cases so I just um, I did that and and really loved it all the time you know it was really fun it was fun and well, you uh, met like uh, I learned like- you met some wonderful people like who like so you remember some of the names like Martin Scorsese Norman Jewison. Oh, Mark, Norman Jewison. Scorsese, I remember very well because he was closer to my age and was in New York. And I met his mother for one day, <laughs> Catherine, uh, early on. And so uh, I, I really liked him. He wonderfully, uh, very, very bright, very talented, I think. And but more but very ner- kind of intense and nervous. So yeah, it was kind of very like this all the time, shaky, bit shaky, and uh, but so smart and so really gifted. And and that was a friendship that we managed. We, despite my being the critic, <laughs> lasted <laughs> quite a bit longer than I thought it would under the circumstances. But um, to think of who other actors, of course, that I liked, Mm-hmm. Uh, and actresses and, uh, you know, film pe- actresses and that fascinating because I didn't really know, how do you do this job? I mean, how do you, as a film actress, how do you even come up with a, you know, know that you have a certain role and how do you sort of define it then for yourself so that you can play it comfortably? And how do you manage to look comfortable on camera like that? <laughs> Even though you're obviously probably nervous, you know, if I'm going to be able to, at first, you know, when you're first starting out, especially in a career on film. But now you met, did uh, you meet uh, Faye Dunaway? Because you were on the set of Network, right? Did you meet Faye Dunaway? Yes, I did. How could I? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I loved her because for one thing, she had had worked, uh, I think, one summer as as a waitress in Lake Placid, where I grew up. And so I kind of knew about her and I I don't think I'm, I didn't meet her then, but I remember that that was a talking point that I could, when I met her, I said, listen, we have this sort of connection and vague connection. Uh, And I really liked her acting very much. I mean, I really thought she was very talented. So we became sort of friends and uh, managed to, I managed to get her to class at one point, I think. And I really thought she was really gifted, yes. extremely gifted an actress, because uh, it's so hard. I, I, you could see how hard it is, none of those of us who've never really done it, mm-hmm. to create a character that isn't, you, you know, something that's totally removed from your life, someone, and try to make him human and, and also believable more than anything on camera. And that's um, something that these... Uh, actors so many of them were able to do and I just applauded every one of them they were wonderful I just feel anyone who has that gift is so special 
It sounds like the actors, Uh, well, the actors have more of a responsibility than the director does in getting that character out in your eyes. In some ways, it seems that way. But if you watch, I mean, I'm lucky enough to over the years to be allowed on set sometimes in watching uh, directors work. And that was so, I learned a lot from that because, I mean, everyone had their own way of working, of course. I just remember being on locations and sets and watching how directors handle the, and usually it's a fairly cut and dry thing. They, they do a scene and it's, you know, you have so many lines you have to deliver, the actor does within this scene and the other actors have to work with them. And so it's, and the director just kind of watches and sees what he likes and what he doesn't like. And, they, and then he gives a point of view and says, this is what I think we should do and you know, whatever it takes to make the scene maybe better. Uh, and I'm watching all that and it just, uh, I found it fascinating because it's so, it's just such a, uh, you know, really a, it takes special kind of, talent I think to know to have those instincts to know what would help a scene for example and make it maybe more energetic or at least make it work better on Mm. camera and those see I would watch scenes like that and watch people do that directors and I was fascinated I was so impressed I mean I really didn't I thought being a director is much more demanding I think than people realize like did you run into people that when you did a bad review or a negative review did you run into people after that what did they say oh I I I'm sure I did thank goodness my I have one of these minds that I just blank out anything bad (laughs) hopefully they forgot to so I did well I'm sure they didn't because when it's your film it's your child, you know, it's really uh, for somebody to criticize, uh, you know, their, what they've worked so hard on is, is really painful. I know it's got to be painful. So I didn't expect to be uh, greeted warmly, but uh, uh, people like that, but I, you know, eventually I got to know so many of them and, uh, and eventually I would either write a rave review too about something they did. So it's, it's, uh, it all kind of worked out. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. I didn't feel too scared of walking down the street thinking, oh my gosh, somebody's going to attack me. Uh, because <laughs> I've said you know, something terrible. And of course, you know, again, you try to be, I mean, you want to be honest, really. I mean, I felt that was the main thing. And, you know, say what you feel or what you felt while you were watching the film. That's, it's so much about your feelings, uh, film, and then, you know, it's in such an emotional experience for the most part. And it was so you're dealing with not just uh, an intellectual perspective on the film, but uh, what you, but, but also your, how it made you feel. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I was trying to write most of the time, you know, was, uh, because I thought that was what movies did for me, you know, which was to induce emotions and feelings and about the characters. And that was, to me, the joy of the, seeing them is that you, you know, you really, the best films really fully engaged you and brought you 
right into that. To me, it was like you felt that you were almost in the on camera with the actors, you know, that they were just there right in front of you. Mm. And um, as if you were talking to them almost as if they were normal, you know, just just people, you know. And I found that just really fascinating. I just, uh, I, I really loved, I mean, I still like seeing films. Sometimes I get a little uh, annoyed with some of them still. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so what's the good, what's the good part about a film? And then what's the bad part? Like the good parts, you were saying character. Is it the writing that would impress you um, most? Um, would interest me. Obviously, I mean, I think that there are some films that wouldn't interest me at all. I, I never liked, uh, I didn't like to scary movies at all. Never. I mean, I thought they were just a joke, really, and bad and, and kind of would be upsetting in some cases. So it just didn't interest me. But um, I loved, um, oh, God, I was sort of in love with, because that was my mother's love, too, was old musicals or something. And um, uh uh, films and movie musicals, uh, so I would enjoy those a lot. I loved anything with music in it, the good music, so that was always an attraction for me. A film has to really, out uh, of the great movies, really um, invite you in they, to, to be part of it. And you find that you, you almost do think of yourself as being on that screen brain almost and oh, with the other yeah, characters, it's amazing. especially if you fall in love with them and as we often did did you have you must have a lot of favorites though Nicole yeah it's I, I have a lot sure I, I'm trying to that word favorite it's hard because it's so subjective I mean what was it about it is it something that stays with you I do have films that stay um with me in your mind you, yeah, yeah that stay with you do you remember emotionally because um, they're so strong funny or terrible really very funny yeah <laughs> uh which i like i love good comedies too i always love seeing them but you don't i haven't seen too many in recent years it seems a reflection of society maybe and plus it's really hard I to guess do really it good probably comedies. is it probably very well is kathleen do you it remember just... do you remember going to Cannes film festival Really oh early. yes, yeah, and that uh, sort of it's so many years now, but that was great fun. I mean, that was my first introduction to being major to traveling in Europe, and uh, and I uh, just loved it. Of course, loved being in Cannes. Cannes was a beautiful seaport, you know, in, in the south of France, and with all the French and every French food, French everything. <laughs> you know? It was great, and the actors i mean again the films were always it was at that time it was the film festival i think most important one and it was just exciting i yeah i mean i haven't been uh, here we are up in the country we're up in the adirondacks there's so we haven't seen films uh and a very beautiful but country you, but, but you started your own festival um in the adirondacks i did i did we didn't keep it we kept it going for a couple of years and it was good and but i because i thought lake placid that i have so many friends i thought i'd like to come invite to lake placid and i thought they should see it and uh, it is a very special place and with a beautiful lake and a very serene mountains surrounded by very gentle mountains <laughs> and uh, 
you know, it's just a, a lovely main street, kind of pleasant main street with lots of, of course, we hope tourists and stores, nice stores and everything. So, but I had grown up there, you know, I spent all my life there really mm-hmm. up to that point. And uh, with my parents and we grew up in a old resort hotel, which was across the, on the other side of the lake from the town. And so it was very much a part of my life and the other, uh, uh, but I had to, I did finally leave. <laughs> yeah. So Kathleen, I was wondering um, when you brought all those celebrities up to Lake Placid, what was the reaction from the town? Oh, gee, that's so long ago. I can hardly remember. Think of who are some of them. I'm trying to remember. Uh, um, Do you remember? Yes. um, uh, What is Deborah's last name? The actress, Deborah Winger? Oh, Deborah Winger. Yeah. Deborah Winger and her husband came up and Norman Jewison. Norman, yeah. Campbell Scott and um, Patricia. Um, They were all sort of, again, this is now some time ago. Uh, Patricia Clarkson. It was Patricia Clarkson. Oh, Patricia Clarkson. Oh my gosh, yes. she was lovely. Yes. I um I was always delighted to be able to show off like Placid, you know. And it has that wonderful old movie theater, which was partly the attraction for me. Uh the wonderful man at the time running the theater, Reg Clark, was just a great character. And he um I don't know, he was just special. The movie theater had such a terrific history. I mean, it just was been there for a long time, and it was um, it was really meant meant for the tourists, you know, just a, a additional attraction. And it was very relaxed. It was so re- oh. such a relaxed way to watch the films and to see the filmmakers and these celebrities walking right next to you on Main Street. It was such a beautiful, warm, yeah. homey feeling. Oh. I know. That was what my part of my dream. I, well, I knew you could make it that way with Placid because it is a touristy town. People are there to relax and not to, uh, and and there's, uh, and, and people just love you. Just the walking on that main street is just part of the charm of it. it it's it just, so charming. And you brought international filmmakers, Raul Peck, uh, you know, meeting and, and falling in love with his art. Uh, it was that it started for me there in Lake Placid. And I thank you for oh, that. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, that's great, Nicole. Because, uh, well, I, you know, because I'm so fond of you. And I always felt that it, I hope that you of all people would really enjoy it. And I knew you would. I was wondering about Russell Banks too, because that must have been, I mean, it was a leap of faith for you and Russell to say, let's do this. Well, yes, but um, I wasn't too, I think because of like Placid's reputation as a resort and that kind of thing, and the atmosphere of the, and, and the movie theater being quite um, full of character and really interesting, I thought, and Reg, uh, I, I really thought people would find it interesting and something different, a little different. Absolutely. Festivals. And um, and then also because you're in this resort town, which is beautiful, and you could get out and walk <laughs> around the lake and stroll around and re- relax and see. And of course, I always love, like Placid has always been a magical place to me as a child growing up. So I thought, why not show people, <laughs> introduce it to people who haven't been here. And and the Adirondacks too. The mountains are so beautiful, and uh, the whole surrounding area. 
Oh, so, absolutely. Um, and what about yeah. um, um, New York women? Uh, or wait, before we talk about that, Roger Ebert, um, I know you two were very close. We met years before and in, in probably in, uh, trying to think which film festival in, in Europe, I think, can, I think probably. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, and I really, I, you know, we've been kind of friends and had seen each other, certainly major screenings, some of which, which were held in New York, but um, a few places. And I really liked him because uh, my, father came from Chicago, like Roger, and uh, so I knew a little bit about the, the place, the city, and uh, I, I just, and we would, of course, hang out together, and a can, and places like that, and so we got to know each other a bit, and I really, um, I, I just liked him very much. He's very smart, incredibly smart new film as well as anyone I knew, I think. Now, did you yeah. did you remember when he put out Faster Pussycat Kill Kill? I mean, that was a bizarre <laughs> movie I wasn't expecting I from Roger. That, I've blissfully forgotten that. I <laughs> <laughs> it didn't interest me very much. <laughs> <laughs> when some people, when 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 filmmakers and, and visionaries took bold moves like that uh, on on the, I think on the perverse side <laughs> a bit. I mean, it it was there to shock, or was that you know their inner selves coming out? What was that? <laughs> I think it was their inner selves. I'd like to think in some cases it worries me about their inner selves, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. So do you remember, uh, Kathleen, why you uh, became a member of New York Women in Film and Television? That's how we met. Was it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten that, of course. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like a rather good thing to do right at the time. I have no idea why. But I wanted to meet more women in film and women in television. And this, uh, well, I thought, well, this is... <laughs> Yeah. And, and it's so like that's the best why place. <laughs> it was the best place. I mean, I don't think I was very active in that group. I don't remember. You but. were you were a panelist and moderator, I think, um, that they like to have moderate um obviously on topics that um, you were familiar with, with, with film. And I remember I saw you moderating and I was like, she is so fun and she seems like she just had a glass of wine. <laughs> Because <laughs> you were so laid back. I was and, thinking, yeah. <laughs> well, you were laid back and you were enjoying yourself and, yeah. you know, it was humorous oh, and it wasn't so your typical panel. And so then, and then, so, and then we met because I, I usually walked up and, and met the panels, uh, the panelists and um, some, and then we became friends. And then there was an idea to do a panel and we did one together called Behind the Man. And we, um, brought producers on of their male um, partners who were directors. So we had Barbara Dafina for Martin Scorsese. I mean, these are of course friends of yours. Oh, God, and they, God, I love that, that they were, wonderful. yeah, I love that they were divorced, but still worked together. She was still making those yeah. movies happy for him. That <laughs> was incredible. Yeah, That's we had, um, yeah, we had Gene Dominion um, with Woody Allen. I mean, who knew what have happened there, right? So. <laughs> But I know. Yeah, I never, yeah, I had known Jean very well, but yeah, I don't remember know too much about what happened there. I don't know, uh, but boy, that was great. Yeah, that was great. 
what advice would you give young filmmakers or film critics? I I want more film critics to um, come into the field, especially um, diverse, you know, inclusive, you know, film yeah. critics of color. But how, what would you tell them as far as getting into the business, what to look for, what to do as a, as a critic and then as a filmmaker? Yeah. Those two. yeah well, honestly, I'm not sure what, if it's different now or is it different? I don't know, frankly, how you become a film critic. Just You can't just do it like that. You have to really know people. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to have a lot of experience seeing films. And and, it has, and somebody has to notice you in some way. <laughs> Say, mm-hmm. oh boy, she writes good reviews or something like that. And um, otherwise you don't get anywhere. So I, I don't know how that happened. I really don't know. Maybe you know more probably than I do how you get a job even doing reviewing do you i think people are doing a lot of their own blogs now so they're kind of setting up their own website and then getting invited to the red carpet probably and the screenings um i don't know how you get invited on set though it seems like you were on a lot of sets i know you were on jaws you were on network do you remember sets were you ever with uh, sydney because of my job really as a movie critic of the news Mm -hmm. and i people wouldn't the companies would invite me to um, even go on location occasionally with the movie, and um, and then I could write a story about it. So then I used to do that, and that was fun. And it was again, it was great for me because I learned so so much from those experiences, and had a much better understanding of what it was like to be on a work on a film. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell, tell us, Kathleen, also about some of the great parties you went to. <laughs> God. Okay, um, I have a picture I of you was, dancing the night away. So you do a, a photograph that you're going to use, probably. Yes, it's fabulous. <laughs> a great oh, dress. Well, I want to see it. But at Lake Placid, even, you guys had two or three parties every night. <laughs> For the film forum so the party yeah, i'd say the did. party is a, is a big part of the film festival right is the after parties well it wasn't always meant to be but it became it i think <laughs> but i guess and that's yeah. where you socialize you you like you probably i mean did you have the courage to walk up i guess you did did you have the courage to walk up to um some a-lister that you wanted to meet is it easier at a party or <laughs> you know where well, you like loose? to think so but I was lucky, you see, part of my job was to meet a lot of actors and, and interview them, you know, for movie, for various movies that I reviewed or didn't even review necessarily in some cases. And um, so, and I would get asked to interview the leads, uh, the actors. And so that was great help to me because I got to meet so many of them mm-hmm. and got a chance to really talk to them very informally. And uh, so that by the time you know this came along and uh, we were doing the festival if i knew the actor and i'd met them i would try to persuade them to maybe i could they could participate in either a panel or something you know or get them to or bring the movie more importantly if they have a new movie what about the um, independent films i'm thinking about alice and anders and some new york indie um yeah. you know, gritty filmmakers you know Casavetes, of course I mean oh, John, yeah. I love John he was just 
uh, one of my all-time favorites. And he was, he was gritty and <laughs> New Yorky and, uh, and smart, very, very smart. And I, I liked his work very much too, so. So how do you spend your days now, Kathleen? Good question. <laughs> I don't have any plans. I mean, I really don't. My plans are it's one day at a time. My friend Nathan and I are here uh, came up to uh, his house in the Lake Placid area. The Adirondacks is a great place here. I have seen Nathan's house. I know it's a beautiful view from there too. Oh, it's a great view. And even though it's an overcast day, but uh, it's a wonderful property. And he has, this is great. I wish you could see, but there are two, there are a couple of large prints here of work that he has done. Oh, yes. With flowers. And uh, also he has photographs that he's made. Of, and there's a, one of uh, Robert Kennedy on the corner here. Oh, wow. And, uh, and then one of me. <laughs> oh, I didn't uh, see the one of you. He's going to have to send me a photo of that. I, oh yeah, well here's the photo, but it's uh, here I am. I am with it's a New York Film Critics Award party, I believe, and uh, I am with Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward, and she's standing in the middle, gazing at her husband, Aww. and I'm standing on the other side, gazing at her husband. <laughs> And with my hand very flirtatiously lifted and with smiling at him. Oh, I can't stand it. <laughs> but it was easy. He was easy on the eyes, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. He sure was. I think Nathan, you took the photo, didn't you? No, it's not around there. Uh, oh, I forget. You're so much younger. You have to remind me home. <laughs> I mean, the thing about that picture is he's totally enchanted by you and looking right past his wife. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And, you, and you she's should, looking at him. You should, be, you should be a bit ashamed of yourself. Right? I know. I have a feeling you were flirtatious, Kathleen. Yeah, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kathleen, Please. isn't isn't that how you got a lot of your interviews though? Is that you were a bit flirtatious? I guess so. <laughs> I think I have to confess. Well, also because I have been uh well, I'm trying to think, because I I grew up in a hotel world, in the mm. hotel business, so to speak. And it worked in my father worked for this old Lake Placid club, which was and so I was from a childhood greeting people, you know? Oh. And that was partly uh, something I was used to. I mean, yeah, cause that was part of my parents, you know, really set me aside in the early on and said, this is, you know, be nice to people. These are all guests here at the club, whatever. And these are people that you'll, and, and, uh, and then I really early on decided that I really enjoyed being with people and meeting new people. So that was part of it too, that I, you know, I'm always interested in new people. And I was, and doing interviews too at the new Daily News for many years and those, and that was partly my real training. And then, um, so I, I would meet the stars, really quite famous actors and have to, uh, 
sit down with them and pretend I really <laughs> was terribly interested in them, or at least uh, uh, interested enough that they would talk to me and, and pour, you know, pour out there. I mean, you learn to do that. And also, I think partly growing up as I did in this old uh, club, which Lake Placid Club, which was a resort hotel, that my parents instilled them uh, that we, you know, we that everybody, the guests were, were to be treated well and you should listen. And so I learned early on to listen to people and talk and and hear them and really be interested. And, I, and it wasn't fake, I was really. <laughs> uh, and that's so much part of interviewing that, you know, to get people to talk to you, they, they need to be somehow interested Mm-hmm. And you have to make them interested and find out what's as much as you can about them in a very short time. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a story. And that was a, a real challenge, but it was very good training. It sure was. <laughs> Do you remember how quickly you had to write articles for the Daily News? Like you saw a movie. Did you have to turn it in that night, your article, or did they give you a day yeah. or two? Not all the time. No, sometimes uh, they screened them in advance so that you really had a few a day or two to think about it even, or just, or um, certainly more time to write the review. Uh, but there were days when we had to uh, see the film in the same day and go back to the office and write the review. Mm. And that was the, um, no, excuse me, that was a challenge. That was, I mean, it wasn't a challenge, but you just had to do it in some ways that made it a little easier because you were under such pressure that you just did it, you know, very quickly instead of went around thinking about it for a couple of days <laughs> did and you, then couldn't think. Yeah. Did, did you, do you think, um, or do you remember missing that daily grind when it was time to retire? Did you think I'm going to miss these people? I'm going to miss the office. I'm going to miss well, the energy of it. I missed some of the people certainly because that was, although they had left. And so I, uh, there were new people there as well. But I, uh, yeah, I did probably, I missed it a lot at first, I think, and just just being busy and, and able to, to go out there. And, and also the most fun of it was to meet actors and meet, make friends and, and really talk to people. So it, anyway, sounds, so it sounds like your favorite place in the world is Lake Placid and you're right where you need to be. <laughs> at least now. <laughs> And I'm with my favorite guy, too, Dr. Farb, Nathan Farb. Well, I want to thank you both. You have have that same charm as, yeah. Yeah, She does. That's our sister power. Sister power. (laughs) Yes. Well, Kathleen, I want to thank you so much for this, um, you know, this time, because, yeah, I think your, um, your career is amazing and that you just handled it with ease and, uh, you know, you went in the top tier of the industry and hobnobbed and partied, (laughs) but made a lot happen, you know, with the the film forum. And um, like you said, you brought you brought your hometown into the spotlight with some incredible uh, people and talent and you wanted to show off your hometown. I think you did. It was just, it was memorable for me to go to the film festival. So yeah, I want to thank you for that and uh, opening our eyes, everybody who would read your articles through the years and, and saw these fantastic performances through your eyes. That was very special. So Oh, you Great are times. sweetheart. I love you, and you know <laughs> love that. you too. <laughs> okay, love. Okay, bye. have fun. Okay, bye. 
And before we go, we want to remind everyone that stories like these are sometimes just a phone call away. Might be a good time to pick up the phone. There's no time like the present. What a gift. Before You Go is an Epiphany Inc. production. Hear more from Nicole Franklin and Bryant Monte at beforeyougo.tv. Before You Go.